Um, if I haven't met you before, my name's Mickey. I'm one of the youth pastors here. Um, it's great to be with you as we open up God's Word. Um, this term, as you may already know, uh, we are doing Psalms. We're doing a journey through that. Um, we're looking at how people relate to God and then uh, who God is like and what He is like. Um, first of all, some of you may know, uh, does anyone know what type of car I drive? This is a pop quiz. Anyone know? Ben No. Ben! Mazda, Mazda 323, yeah he does, he knows it, well done, okay, now I love my car, Shh, I shouldn't have said that, now you're all talking, I love my car, it's gold, um, I, it's my first car, I've had it for like four years now, um, but it does have a few problems, uh, there is limited air conditioning, it kind of plays up a bit, um, it has a nice kind of speckled sunburn across the top of it, uh, which is just a bit fun. And more recently, it started making death noises every time I turn it on. So listen out. You know that's my car. You can hear it. Anyway, at the beginning of last year, I was driving in my car, as you do, because that's what cars are for. Um, and I was driving to Richmond High Scripture, where I was teaching. And this was just your normal, average day, but I was running a little bit late, so I was in a hurry. So I live in North Richmond. I was driving down, you know, turn right at KFC, turn left onto the school road. Um, and I was just pulling over to park on the side of the road, and then, bang. I heard a noise. I jumped out of my car. I raced around. I tried to figure out what it was. And I saw that there had been a garbage bin overhanging on the edge of the street. And my car mirror had come into contact with that garbage bin and was now hanging by an electrical cord and not attached to my car. And so I was in a hurry, so I'm like, I'm going to leave that for later. And after class, I came back and I had a look at my car. And now the most logical thing to do uh, would probably have been to maybe call my dad who lives close by or works close by. And he could have come and had a look and maybe fix it. And, you know, he's, he can talk to people about cars in a way that I can't. Um, but I was a bit embarrassed. I was a bit, oh, I didn't know if they would get mad, my parents at me or not. So, so I decided to ask Josh, who was teaching with me at the time, our previous youth pastor here at Restore. And he reckoned he could fix it. So we went to, I think it was Big W or a hardware store or something. And we bought two things. We bought duct tape. And super glued. <laughs> and so we super glued this car mirror onto my door and duct tape it, and we left it at Richmond High to dry for the day. And so we came back and did ministry. We came back later that night, we took the duct tape off, and it was fixed. I was like, sweet, my parents never have to find out, you know, this is going to be amazing. Drove it home, it was fine, there was no issues. There was a slight rattle, but I was like, it's fine. Um, kept driving around two days, and then bang fell off again. I don't know where I was. I think I was close to home, but I was like, this time I can't fix it. Josh wasn't around. I don't know what I was going to do. Um, and so then eventually I did have to tell my parents and they weren't as mad. So there you go, life lesson. Um, now, uh, the thing about this story, right, is that if I had just asked my parents in the first place, they probably would have been able to help me. But instead, I looked at the wrong solution to get me out of a bad situation. I looked to duct tape and a friend to fix my problem. Have you guys ever done that? Chosen a bad way out of your situation? Well, tonight, as we look at Psalm 116, 
Hopefully, we're going to see how we can make a better decision out of our problems, a better choice. We're going to look at the right thing. We're going to look at when we, we're going to see that when we look to God in our hard times and problems, that He is the one that can save us. He is the right choice, um, and He is trustworthy and able to save. So, open up to Psalm 116. Um, probably, if you open your Bible halfway, you should find it. In Psalm 116, we're going to see that when our big God delivers his people from big problems, it should lead to big praise. When our big God delivers his people from big problems, it should lead to big praise. Over the past two weeks at Restore, we've looked at lament psalms, psalms where people have been crying out to God. But now this week, we're going to look at a thanksgiving psalm, a psalm about a guy saying thank you to God. Now, the interesting thing is we don't really know much about this psalm. We don't know the situation, who wrote it. Um, But what we can see is the psalmist loving God, talking about his problem, about how God helped him, and then praising him for it. There's going to be three sections, loving God, thanking God, and proclaiming God. So look with me, verse 1. It's going to come up on the screen, hopefully. On the screen. They're going to click as we go along. Yeah, no. Nope. Okay. All right. Look it in your Bibles or have it on your phone. I love the Lord for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. So the psalmist, he starts here by saying he loves God because God has listened to his prayer. And then we get this interesting phrase called call on the name of the Lord. And it has a few different meanings. But here it essentially means that the psalmist is committed to worshipping God for the rest of his life. But then there's this kind of sudden change of tone here. In verse uh, 3 it says, The cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came over me. I was overcome by distress and sorrow. And so we see that the psalmist is in some sort of life or death situation. And the words here, they're kind of quite ominous. He feels like cords are around him, which is meant to be an image, like an animal caught in a trap that kind of squirms around trying to escape. He feels trapped and like death is hunting him. And then in verse 4 it says, that I called on the name of the Lord, Lord save me. Now last week if you were here, Isaac showed us uh, that when David was going through hard times, he remembered who God is and what he is like. And this gave him hope. Because we see this exact same pattern again. So in our second section, we're going to see him thank God. Uh, We're in verse 5 now. Thanks. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. That's three things about God. So number one, God is gracious. God shows kindness to people despite them messing up. His grace is the extent he goes to to care and provide for us. It's given freely It's loving even the most messed up and undeserving people. He's also righteous. And that means God always does what is right. He always does what is morally good and perfect. And it means that he keeps his promises. God is just and he knows people's hearts and judges them fairly. And lastly, he is compassionate. He cares. He understands and he has mercy on people. He's the kind of God that leaves the 99 to search for the one and bring his children home. And we see more about what God is like in verse 6. The Lord protects the unwary. When I was brought low, he saved me. 
This little word, unwary, it's, it's a bit of an old word, but an easier way to understand it is just kind of simple. The Lord protects the simple, the naive, the gullible, or the inexperienced. And that's so humbling because I feel like oftentimes that's me. And then in verse 7, it says, Return to your rest, my soul. We get that phrase that we had back in week one, For the Lord has been good to you. And the psalmist tells himself to rest because he knows God's got it. And this is the first part of our name here at Restore. 